0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KSF Podcast. This is a quick hit edition, episode three. I'm just going to talk a little bit about Eli Manning, uh, give him a big thank you for everything he's done. And to all the Giants fans out there, all the sports fans out there, enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to the KSF Podcast. Um, This isn't going to be an episode uh, right now or anything it's um I'll get into that later about the Giants and how I feel they handled uh the Eli situation, how they handled his era being there. Obviously two Super Bowls. It it's hard to complain. It's it's hard to to really have too many complaints, but do I think his Potential and his talents were fully utilized with the Giants. Uh, my answer would be no. But like I said, that's that. That's gonna be for a different episode. I'm gonna get to that later in the week. Uh, you know, hopefully before the the games on Sunday, I'll try to get something out there talking about the Giants and uh, their transition to Daniel Jones, and you know how they they could have gone about that. In a better way, just transitioning away from Eli, but also things they could have done during his career to have utilized his talents in a better way and have gotten more victories, more wins, more playoff appearances, and potentially more Super Bowls from Eli. But I just wanted to say to Eli, I mean I doubt I doubt he's listening if, if he is fantastic. Um, thank you. There there's not much you can complain about with him. I know a lot of people, especially in the New York area, which is, you know, where I'm located in Jersey, that Jersey metropolitan area, a lot of Giants fans. And on the radio, you know, you you have a lot of people that are appreciative of everything he's he's done, and then you have people that obviously bash Eli because he, I, I guess he's an easy guy to hate on. Um, but it's, it's tough to really have any logical arguments against Eli, and especially when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Anyone that says he shouldn't be in, I don't think that you should have any sort of opinion on sports, period. Period. Because obviously you just have a clear bias, and you do not know how to decompartmentalize de- your bias to reality. And if you can't do that, I don't think you should have an opinion on sports and other aspects of life. If you don't, if you can't learn how to de- compartmentalize and get your biases out of there, so regardless of that, uh, Eli, phenomenal competitor. Um, underrated leader and one of the most clutch players I've seen in in all of sports and definitely specifically in football and definitely at the quarterback position. There was a time and period that I think people forget where if you had a two minute offense there was one guy you were going to and that was Eli Manning. And the thing that people forget is Brady and Manning and his brother Peyton Manning and Drew Brees were all in the league. So it's like you have these three guys who are arguably, well, I mean, Brady and Manning 100%, top 10 guys, top 5 guys, arguably 1 and 2, you know, right in that in that area. And then Brees, who's, in a lot of people's opinion, some people think he's a top 5 guy. I think a lot of people, most people think he's a top 10 guy. There was a point, and in their, in their primes, Eli Manning was the guy you wanted with the ball with two minutes to go. And it didn't matter who you were facing, what defense you were facing, Eli Manning was the guy. You needed a field goal, you needed a touchdown, whatever the hell you needed. That man, Eli Manning, was the guy you were going to. And a lot of people forget that. And it's like, you can't, it's, how can you disrespect the man for a, I mean, it was a good five-year period where he was the guy. Because people want to look at his numbers and they want to talk about, oh, he has a 500 record. Oh, he was never top five in, you know, QBR in a season, completion percentage, yards, touchdowns, uh, you know, interception, the touchdown ratio. He was never top five in any of those. And, it's like, look, I get it, okay. He never put, he never had an amazing statistical season to where it was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, an all-time great statistical season. But when you are the quarterback that most people want to have the ball in their hands with the game on the line in a two-minute drill, a four-minute drill, whatever it may be, that says something. And it wasn't just a year. It wasn't just two years. I mean, we're talking about a good four- to five-year period where there was no other quarterback you want with the ball in his hands than Eli Manning. So it's like you could take all those other stats, but then you look at that, and it's like, well, where does that rank? How come nobody brings that up? It's like, oh, yeah, he was clutching the playoffs. Oh, yeah, he was clutching the Super Bowl. He was clutching their runs and all that. But they take away from You forget, this man had the most fourth quarter touchdowns ever in a season. And it wasn't just oh and blowouts. No, they were meaningful touchdowns. We're talking about he had 7 come from behind game-winning drives in one year. So those touchdowns were meaningful touchdowns. They were to win games. It wasn't garbage time. It wasn't they were blowing him out and he threw a couple touchdowns. No, they were meaningful. And that's something that gets overlooked in Eli's career that I think is extremely underappreciated when it comes to him and how he performed and the type of competitor he was. Now, did he have some very bad games? Absolutely. I mean, against the Vikings, the one game he threw five interceptions, and I think three of them went back to the house. I mean, it was miserable. But then again, there was still no other quarterback at that time, where if there's two minutes, I want him with the ball. Even in that game, if it was still a game and it was the fourth quarter, I had the utmost confidence that the Giants and Eli Manning were getting the job done. And I think a lot of fans can agree to that. And Speaking on the fans, that's another thing. Eli, I don't think amongst the Giants fans, while he was here, got the respect he deserved from most fans. Ever since he was drafted till, you know, potentially his final game this last Sunday against the Bills, he never really got that full love and support that like a Brady or a Breeze or Manning in Indianapolis got in their careers. Like, Eli could do all those great things in the clutch and be phenomenal, and then he has a game where he throws three picks and no touchdowns, and everybody's hands are in the air. Oh, Eli, Eli, we need to get a new quarterback, this and that. And I've been at games where people are sitting there talking crap about Eli, and I'm just like, I'm like, you forget how clutch of a person he is. I'm like, you wouldn't want any other quarterback with the game on the line right now than Eli. So, when it comes to that, I think he was very underappreciated with the fans. But, for me personally, because like I said, I want to make this more of a thank you video for Eli. He was phenomenal. He's, He's the one quarterback that... He's the main quarterback in my lifetime. I mean, he's been the quarterback for 15 years now, so... More than half my life, about 60% of my life, he's been the quarterback. And since I can really remember football, he has been the quarterback for close to 80% of my life. So my attachment to him is immense. You know, gave me some great memories with those two Super Bowl runs. Amazing Super Bowl runs. Underdog Super Bowl runs. I mean, you talk about a, a Rocky-esque character. You know, that's that's the Giants era with Eli. Always counted out, never counted in, and they shown, you know, they could get the job done. And not only get the job done, but get the job done against arguably the greatest combination of head coach quarterback ever. And not only that, they beat. Arguably the greatest team ever in the biggest game ever. Like, you can't take that away. Arguably the greatest head coach ever. Arguably the greatest quarterback ever. And then that one team that they had in 07 was arguably the greatest team ever assembled on an NFL field. So, you have a man in Eli Manning who took that giant down. He took Goliath down. And it wasn't just once. It was twice. Twice. And that, and that second run was almost just as good as, as the first run. Because that San Francisco game, if you didn't have respect for Eli Manning after that San Francisco game, you just don't have respect, period, for whatever reason. You would just, you will never have respect for the man. The man could get shot in the head and survive, and you'd still have something to complain about. That guy wasn't that impressive. It wasn't that impressive. Like, as if you've seen someone get shot in the head multiple times and live. That's essentially what happened to him in that San Francisco game. That defense was elite. That That was a great defense. Like, great defense. Not quite all-time great, but borderline all-time great defense. And they, they hit him so many times, and this man shrugged it off and made perfect throws and did not turn the ball over all game and help lead that team to victory and get them to the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. And then he gets there, and he makes an amazing throw to Mario Manningham, a dime, dime piece in the basket, sideline, only he can get it. Boom. So it's like you take that play he had in the first Super Bowl, which was an amazing play, and then he's like, oh, no, no, wait, 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 I got something just as good for you where you can't question, oh, it was a lucky throw. He hit it on the dime. So it wasn't just once, he did it twice, and he did it in better fashion the second time around. So my appreciation for Eli and everything he's done for the team is great. You know, on the field, like I said, two-minute drill, Prime time, Eli. I'm taking him against almost every other quarterback that's played the game. I think there's a literally a handful of quarterbacks that you put in that category of you want the ball with down by whatever it may be, eight to you know zero points. You want the ball in his hand. Eli is in a handful, and when I say handful, I I mean five or less quarterbacks to ever play the game, you want him with the ball because you have that confidence that he's going to get it done. So when it comes to that, his clutch performances, I greatly appreciated him for that. And then just the, the type of guy he was. Like when I say he was an underrated leader, he wasn't necessarily the most vocal guy, but the work he put in. He was a grinder. And you you need those guys in the locker room, and and especially from your quarterback, you need that. you got a guy that can grind like that. Now the head coach has a perfect example for the rest of the team because you're talking about the highest paid guy on the team. You're talking about the most important player on the team, and this guy's got his head down and he's grinding like he's trying to make the team. Like Eli had that grind where... He where it was like his job wasn't guaranteed that's how he was grinding first one in last one out, got home, put the kids to bed watching film, doing whatever he had to do, like everybody sees Brady and the work he puts in Eli put in that exact same work, like like I said, Eli worked as if his job was always on the line. It was like I could get cut next game that's how that's how hard Eli worked, and when you have that example in the building that is great leadership in its own right. So underrated leader, clutch performer, stand-up guy, never threw any person under the bus ever. Even in times where it was like, Eli, we know this isn't your fault. It is okay to say anything, to say anything. Not even throwing it on the bus, just say anything to deflect it from yourself. And he never did that, even to this day, even to this day. With him, you know, with the Giants moving on to Daniel Jones, he still doesn't throw anybody under the bus. Takes full accountability, and that that is so underrated nowadays. And look, personally, I don't mind athletes being outspoken. I, I really don't have a problem with it, um, especially when they're just when when it's when they're being real. I don't have a huge problem with it but the the way Eli approached it and the professionalism he always had and and you never even got a sense from him for the most part that he had like an underlying anger or something like that where you're like ah you could tell he wants to say something he was the epitome of a grinder he was like no like look we got to do this we got to get better we got to do that 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 We're going to get back in the film room, get back on the practice field. We're going to work on it, and this is what we're going to do. And that's the approach that he always took, and you have to appreciate that. So I just want to say, Eli, I love you. You were phenomenal. Great memories as a fan, as a Giants fan. Great memories. Um, And non-biased-wise, he's 100% a Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. I would say first ballot. I mean, when you're one of five quarterbacks to win two Super Bowl MVPs, I don't know what else is the elite of the elite company for you to not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? I mean, the Hall of Fame is the elite of the elite. And Eli plays the most important position and accomplished something that only four other guys have accomplished in the biggest moment, on the biggest stage And he did that. So you talk about he's in the .00000001% in what he's done in his career. And you can't take that away. And as a fan, I want to say thank you. I appreciate the ups. I appreciate the downs. And I appreciate everything that came with Eli Manning from his goofy looks he had on the sideline (laughs) to his professionalism that he brought, to his grinding attitude, to his clutch performances, to his unwavering confidence that he had, I appreciate everything about him. And I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of you know most of my friends that are Giants fans' heart, thank you Eli, you will never be forgotten, at least amongst the, the true fans. You will never be forgotten. Your legacy will forever live on. And thank you once again for a stellar career and giving us the opportunity to, to witness greatness. Thank you, Eli. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope everybody enjoyed. Hope all the Giants fans enjoyed. Uh, don't forget, whoever you're listening to, favorite, like, leave a comment. Uh, don't forget, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, as well as I got a YouTube channel out as well. Uh, Everything is KSF Podcast. That's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, at KSF Podcast. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. Peace.